Vicious. Welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Uh, this is a special episode where we're going to do precisely what we claim not to do all the time, and that's 0% Rotherham United this time and 0% of the time. Because this time we're going to concentrate on Accrington Stanley, as we did a few months ago. Um, and joining us this time again is our Lancashire correspondent, David Lloyd. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Bumble, again. Me, me. It's fine, absolutely. You know, you, you're a cracking club. I'm really sorry that Everton just got the edge on you. I mean, <laughs> I absolutely love the FA Cup. I mean, it, it just, I mean, people come on and say, oh, the FA Cup is not this, it's not that. It's fantastic. I mean, Marine have been on telly. They got the virtual ticket sales. They had over 30,000. I know, yeah. Marine. You know, it, it is fantastic. It's really, really good. And look at Crawley Town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, however, I've not made, not made a great deal of mileage out of that work, really, uh, Leeds United supporting friends, but um, no, I have actually. Uh, I tell a lie, I have. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little bit different this year, though, isn't it? You know, with, with fans not being allowed in third round FA Cup weekend is, is always a special weekend. And this, this year, it's had some of the gloss taken off it, to be honest. Um, but that, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, it's, uh, it's, it's the same countrywide at the moment. So it's, these are minor problems in comparison, aren't they? Oh, well, of course they are. But, but in football too, yeah. you get a team like... It is a fantastic story, Chorley. Yeah. Th- their manager is a head teacher. He's a head teacher. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. I mean, the, the, the great stories. And in cricket terms, it always reminds me when we played Gillette Cup and you got drawn against a minor county. It used to frighten you to death. I bet it did. Who, who are they? Where did they play? What sort of a pitch is it? Um, <laughs> so that, you know, that's the FA Cup because you, you can dream in the FA Cup. You can dream as a player, as a spectator. Yeah. And you progress from, from game to game. And like Marine have made half a million pounds. It's brilliant. It's going to keep him in business for many years to come, that, isn't it? Of course, of course. Uh, uh, which, is, which is literally what it's all about. So, um, so yeah, I mean, we, 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 I have to be honest, we weren't that disappointed with, uh, with our result on Saturday. Um, I'm, I'm, I've been banging on on the podcast for about two weeks now saying we really don't want to win the game. We just want to come out of it with a bit of confidence. And I think we got exactly what, what we wanted out of that game. Um, we, we we don't have any extra any, any extra matches to play now. You know, a cup run would have been not easy for us with the the, the fixture congestions that we've got coming up. Because um, we've obviously obviously had a bout of COVID as well at our place, so we've got two or three games in hand to a lot of clubs. So, uh, but we came out of it heads held high. I think really good performance, and uh, your man, Mister Crooks, was. Um, not far off man at match. He wasn't man of the match, but he weren't far off in a fantastic game. So, so yeah. You got you got three former Stanley players, haven't you? Iwakwe, um, yeah. Barlaster, who, who came from Middlesbrough, I think. He was on loan. Good player. Yeah, yeah, um, very much so. 
it, it's interesting that, you know, the teams, Wickham and Rotherham, who, who came up from League One, they're really struggling. So, is it, is, is it such a big gap from League One to Championship? Because I think League One and League Two are very, very similar. Um, I don't think it is a big gap, no. It's not. Not in terms of quality. Um, it's The gap is very, very small, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm saying that now. We're, we're obviously second bottom, I think, but we have got three games in hand. Um, I, I, it must be. The gap must be there. I don't see it personally watching the games uh, week in, week out. You know, obviously, going to the games in League One and we've not been able to get there this season in the Championship. But the, the difference in quality is not massive. It is just uh, a decent striker here or, you know, just, yeah. just a goal scorer, ultimately. Um, it's two things, Mick, isn't it? Football is two things. Stop them scoring and yeah. score. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I mean, you can break it down into all sorts about the back four, the goalie, uh, the midfield and the strikers. Stop them scoring and you score. Bang and on. so you, you, need, you need strikers. There's somebody got to be... It's, I spoke to Andy, our owner, who, who is fantastic, as you know. Mm. And I said that, you know, the two front runners that we've got run all day. And, I, you know, I get the stats as to how far they run. It's incredible yeah. that they put pressure on defence. Keep putting pressure on the defence. And perhaps we create chances, don't score maybe as many as we should. And talking to Andy and saying, look, <laughs> what about a goal scorer, a proven goal scorer? And he said... <laughs> he said in, in League One, it says it's, it's six grand a week to get one of them. He said, we can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's probably why we, were, where, why we are where we are then, because I don't think we pay that at all, anywhere close to that, um, to, to, for any of our players, even at championship level. I don't think uh, if we do, it's, it's, you know, it's, I'll be very surprised, um, which probably is why we find ourselves where we are. Um, but there's a long way to go yet, and I'm not. I'm, I'm reasonably confident that uh, that we're going to be. We'll, we should be all right. I'm, I'm pretty sure we should be all right. He says. Well, our, fingers crossed. our two front, our two front players, uh, Dion Charles and Colby Bishop, uh, have been sourced from non-league. Yeah. Uh, from Leamington and from Southport, and they're doing fabulously well. I mean, they hairy defences. They're mm. right all the time so that means they're as fit as fiddles they're very very fit and he, interestingly we've just signed gary roberts who's 36 years of age and played <laughs> for years ago and he's a goal scorer and so you, you can see gary roberts will come on little cameo 15 minutes here and there at the end because of his know-how and his knowledge and yeah. he'll do minutes so it's a shrewd signing it's not a long term by any stretch it's to the end of the season but he's, he's brought him in John Coleman John and Jimmy Bell and you can see there's a method there that they've got two young strikers who run like whippies <laughs> then a lad who can come on for eight minutes right at the end and have a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience which, which is which is massive and you know when, you, when you've got players of as you say, who are quite young, that, that experienced head just to sort of come and calm down the situation or, or take the heat out of the situation is, uh, is, is really, really important. Um, it was going to be one of my questions that actually later on, whether you've got anybody that we should be, uh, we could try and nick on loan for the rest of the season who could uh, find back in there, but clearly, clearly you're not going to be interested in, uh, in letting everybody go. 
Well, I think it's interesting when you get loan players, and we're in that market very much so, that your loan players, um, and we came unstuck, I think it was last year, when we had loan players up to Christmas. Mm. Uh, but now we've got loan players till the end of the season, and that that is less disruptive. That yeah. you know, we, our our philosophy is that we give, and we'll we'll name Colby Bishop and Dion Charles come from non-league. Our philosophy, and we tell them that if you improve, we will sell you on. Mm. And and so it's very much down to the player. If you improve in League One, and you've got great ambition. You know, we, we, we came unstuck with, with Matty Crooks and Josh Windass in the Glasgow Rangers came and just pinched them. They yeah. just stole from us. Yeah. Um, because Matt was a wonderful player. They, they, they were fabulous players for us. They were the best players. Mm. And, you know, we felt hard done by, by a real top-notch premier outfit. You know, you know just, you know, they, they acted with a bit less class. They didn't yeah. have any class at all. Um, but I always look to see how Matt's doing. I like it a lot. Yeah. Uh, he's a very interesting character. Yeah. And so he, he, he is quite a languid player. And he, he reminded me, you know, if you're looking at Premier League, I thought, well, when I watched him at Stanley, particularly alongside Windass, that he was like, like Vieira, Patrick Vieira. <laughs> yeah. who, who, you know, he'd stroll around, but be strong. Yeah. Um, he, he's a good player. Unorthodox, I think, is um, is, yeah. is a good word for him. Yeah, he, he, I went, I, I, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we weren't going to talk about Rotherham, but I will very, very briefly. The first time he played for us, he came on a substitute after we got him against Leeds United, uh, and the first challenge he went in for, he completely missed the ball, missed the player, missed everything, and I thought, what on earth have we got got here? Um, and then the next challenge he went in for, he took the ball. I think the player that was on the ball took about three somersaults. And he just wandered away with the ball. They were fantastic. He just completely yeah. cleaned everything out. Perfectly lawfully, perfectly legally. You know, it wasn't, wasn't a foul at all. And I just thought, yeah. like him. And then from that moment on, he's, he's, he's endeared himself to the fans at, cool. at Rotherham massively for various reasons. Um, but I'm going to ask you this question then now. And I, I feel, as a, as a Rotherham United fan, I'm qualified to ask you this. Um, bearing in mind your current position, when we spoke last time, you were about five or six games, I think, behind everyone else and about mid-table. You're in, you're in the playoff positions now mm -hmm. with three or four games in hand to some of the players, some of, some of the teams above you. If it ends up at the end of the season that you're going to go up, and it is entirely possible the way that you're playing at the moment, are Accrington Stanley ready for the championship? And I'm asking that as a Rotherham fan, bearing in mind our relationship with it is, um, I'm trying to think of the right word, <laughs> on and off. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's tenuous, I would say. That's the um, one. That we, you know, we, we obviously have ambition and, and the players are, are a terrific bunch and that is so important. You've got good management and so you've got a dream and have that ambition that you can fulfill that ambition and get into the championship now we don't have a budget compared to all the teams around us we just don't have that budget and so management is absolutely paramount in getting the right player and the caliber of player mm. and you know our our forte and our manager's forte is that he can spot a player and uh, you know i know i'm not telling tales out of school but a couple of three weeks ago, he was down at Leamington looking at another player. 
mm. and it, it was against York City. And I've got a good pal who, who does the commentary on York City. And he, he sort of texted me, he said, your manager's here. <laughs> and it, it was at Leamington. And so I, I, I sussed out that I, I got in touch with our manager and said, right, process of elimination, what are you doing at Leamington? Number one, you're not looking at anybody from York City. Um, and that, that's my wife's club, she, yeah, yeah. season ticket holder. I said, so it must be Leamington. And I, I got him straight away, bingo. And it's a lad who's gone to Leamington from Notts County. So he were looking at him. Mm. Uh, but also there were a number of other scouts there who were looking. So that's a, a fascination of, of a, a, a league club looking at non-league because yeah. they, these players are around. They definitely yeah. are. Lads who, who have just had a bit of bad luck, misfortune, injury at the wrong time, and they can come again. Well, I mean, I'll give you Jamie Vardy as a perfect example. There you go. There you, go. Um, you know, he was... Uh, he was cast aside by Sheffield Wednesday, uh, which I'm sure they don't regret at all. <laughs> no. um, and, and now look at him. So, so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I mean, how, how, are, how are Accrington fans feeling about the current situation? And eight games, one defeat, last eight, one defeat in the last eight games, and that was a close run thing, four three at, uh, at Wigan. Um, you know, it's. It's a good run. It's a good run and you've still got those games in hand and you don't seem to be dropping away at all. Don't mention that Wigan game. We were shocking. Well, yeah. I mean, we, we scored three away from home and lose. How do you score three away from home and lose? <laughs> and, and, and so that, that's our worst performance. And I watched the game at Charlton on Saturday. We were terrific. Absolutely yeah. terrific. Because I, I thought this could go either way. We've not played for three weeks. We could be a bit rusty. Mm. Or the boss comes on and he said, they bang up for it, these lads. Absolutely bang up for it. They were as fit as fiddles. And he doesn't like substitutes. Our, our manager is not one for substitutes. Mm. He might have somebody a go in the last seven or eight minutes. But it's not tactical wholesale changes he, he just says that I picked the best team and he also is old school he said it three times a week young lads 20 odd year old three times a week get them in there they'll play yeah um, and, and and that's the way that it's going so Stanley fans are like they always are they're a, a, a terrific bunch there's not many of us no. um, but they keep singing and they're just enjoying the ride yeah. and that's is it's a, I mean, it's, it's, it's a super story coming from non-league and going out the league in 1962. And I played a bit in the Lancashire combination. And I've got a good mate who's a, a, a big time down at Marine. Mm. And I said, I wonder if that bloke's watching that kicked me from Marine to Brutal. <laughs> played against Marine, you know, back in the 60s. So... Um, you know, these are, I mean, football's a, a, a wonderful, wonderful outlet in this COVID situation, which is dire for everyone. Um, I'm over 70 and, I, you know, I'm just frightened to death, absolutely frightened to death with it because people are not doing what they should be doing. It's simple. No, absolutely. I live, listen to this, Mick, I live backing onto a golf course. Now, you can't play golf. They've told you you can't play golf. Now, yeah. that would be, that would be in twos at 10 minute intervals and you don't touch anything you yeah. turn up and go home. outside my house i can see two fairways 
this weekend at one time there were 32 people on and seven dogs there's a fella <laughs> flying an aeroplane and there's a game of football <laughs> but you can't play golf yeah I mean the, the geezer in charge I'm telling has lost the plot no, number one buy yourself a core sort yourself out lad <laughs> yeah it'd be a start wouldn't it it'd be a start but uh, oh. as you said if, if people just took notice then we probably wouldn't be in this situation I wouldn't be as bad would they but people Absolutely. don't do they people don't they don't want to know and 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 you know, going back to sport, it, it affects us as um, uh, spectators and, and, and yourself, who obviously you, you get involved uh, commentating and everything else. It affects our livelihood, your livelihood, and our outlet, for, as you just described it, uh, because we can't go to games. You know, we, we still, it's just, it's just from, a, from a sporting point of view, um, or sporting spectators' point of view, it's, it's crap. It's rubbish, and I think we all want it over, don't we? But um, I understand that you're going to be commentating from your kitchen on the uh, Sri Lanka series, then. Well, it's moved up to the bedroom because Has I've it? got to, I've got to be near the I've got to be plugged into the router, which is up in the bedroom. Right. Uh, and I'm doing it. I mean, we've got a rehearsal on Wednesday. I'm doing it from an iPad. I mean, have you seen the size of them things? Yeah, they're tiny. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing it off there. So I'll get to the nitty gritty, the the bones of it on Wednesday as to how we're actually going to do it. But uh, there's, I think there's four lads in the studio in in Sky. Mm. And I will be in my house, and um, uh, Sangakara and Jay Awardener will be in their houses in Sri Lanka. So. It's very similar if you know if our uh, viewers and listeners are um, they remember the Masters Golf and Butch Harmon was commentating and he did it from his house. Right. Uh, and so you know it, technology is wonderful, and I just wait and see. I'm fascinated if it works or if it doesn't work, but you know you yeah. give it a go. Absolutely. I, I would have thought I thought Sky would have been up with some big tellies for you and satellite dishes on your roof and stuff, but well, obviously no, not. No, it's not that sort of technology. You've got to get into your um, into what is it, Ethernet cable into a router, mm. and so it's all done wireless. And and I've got a, a fair bit of gizmos that puts me straight back into the studio. Um, and we've done one test and it works. It all works. Yeah. And now. We'll have a rehearsal as to, you know, I mean, it's... I think we've lost you there. No, go on, I'm back again. Oh, I've perfect. Got to say, have you got me again? Yeah, I've got you again, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, um, so, yeah. The technology is unbelievable to do it from from Cheshire and a, a, a bedroom. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's amazing, it's fantastic. But I guess not the same atmosphere as uh, as obviously being there, is it really? But as we say, it is what no, it is. You, isn't it? I mean, you, you work. You, I mean, just technically, you you do your work off a monitor. That's you don't watch the game, but yeah. you keep an eye on the game. You keep an eye on the game and see what's going on. Like this lad, Steve Smith, who's just been caught doing all sorts of stuff. I mean, how, how childish is that? I mean, this is a grown man. After, after everything that's gone off, 
as well. Uh, bizarre. Yeah, it just seemed, seemed anyway. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. So it's another subject that I'm sure we could talk for hours on. <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, yeah. Wow. Wow. So, so in terms of uh, back, going back, going back to Accrington, then. Um, are people sort of, I, I know it's Christmas, you know, and I know we're, we're sort of probably 50% of the way through the season just about, um, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less, sorry. Um, on a points per game basis at the moment, if it ends now, I think, I've, I've not checked, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be well up there uh, and close to um, close to the top two, bearing in mind that uh, that you haven't played as many games as everybody else. So it's it, at the moment it's on. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, what you do is you keep your head down, keep your head down, keep doing what you do. Quiet achievers, come under the radar, mm. be accurate and Stanley. That, you know, there's some wonderful teams in that league: Portsmouth, Ipswich, Sunderland, yeah. and you could argue that they are Premier League clubs in League One. Now, you know, we we've proved that we're a non-league club in League One. And just keep doing what you do. The, the lads are, I can't tell you what a great bunch they are. I know we've got great, the one thing about sport, in, in whatever it is, in, in cricket, rugby, and I've been involved in cricket, when you're on the field of play, when you're in the field of battle, you need leaders. Mm. And we've got some fabulous leaders, yeah. you know, right through the team. You're a real backbone through the team of leaders. Um, and I think that is really important. Yeah, it's, it's massively important. That's certainly something that we suffered from early part of this season, where we did, we, we really didn't have any leaders on the pitch. Um, that what Paul Warren's put paid to that, and we've got that. He's got that sorted now, and and, and performances have definitely picked up and improved since then. And you're absolutely right. Uh, that that's that's really really important, particularly as you say on the budget that Accrington are on. Um, at, you know, it's you can't afford to be paying massive wages to highly talented players. I say highly talented players. That's not to say that the players mm. that play for Accrington or other right. aren't highly talented. But right. um, you know, it's it, it, you've got to have that leader in there to to to, to well to lead. I mean, that sounds well, ridiculous, the, doesn't it? You manage that they identify the player. Now, when you're looking at a player, and again, I go back to any sort of sport, can he play? Yes, take. What's his character? What sort mm. of character? Now, does he fit in to what we are looking to do? Does he fit in to our culture? Once you've ticked all them boxes, you sit the player down and then say, now it's down to you. Yeah. It's down to you now. You've given, we, you, you've got the tools, you've got the availability the responsibility now you go and do it yeah I, I, I just just throughout my sporting career that that's exactly how i've looked at it you could tick a box easily can this bloke play yes yeah now what's he carried to what's his culture what's his background does he want it has he got bottle mm. all these you know add up to a player they add yeah. up to a player and you can get you get all sorts of players. You can get a Roy Keane that's right up and at them in your face, and you can get Glenn Hoddle, who's a complete artist. Yeah, and they're totally different. They're totally different, but the players. Yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. That, what, you, what you just described there is something that Paul Warren does a lot. He, he, he talks a lot about the personalities and, and how they fit yep. in and, and, and the type yep. of people that they are. And, and to, I'll be honest with you, it comes in from, for, for quite a bit of criticism from a, cert, from a small section of our supporters, uh, particularly when we lose the game. When we lose a game, you know, it's, they, 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 tend to, they tend to use that uh, attitude towards players as a, as a bit of a stick to beat him with. But, um, you know, it, absolutely it's the right, the right way to go, particularly, as you've said, when, when a team is on the budget that, that, that probably both our clubs are operating on, they're not going to be massively different, um, I wouldn't have thought. Um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's hugely important and, and it's certainly working for Accrington at the moment without a shadow of a doubt. You've got to be careful what you wish for and know your station, know where you are, um, yeah. but have that dream and ambition as to what you can achieve. And there'll be ups and downs, there'll be backs and forwards. Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. Right, listen, I really appreciate you spending, spending, uh, giving up some of your time to, to do this. I really, really do. And I'm going to let you get on and, uh, and watch Stockport now. I don't know how they're going on, but... Uh, I'll, I'll, let you... oh, I'll, I'll have a look. It's on in the other room. It's Stockport and West Ham. It's, and, and uh, I mean, it's eight miles from where I live at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to see you should be able to hear them cheering, but you can't, can you? Obviously, stupid comment. Um, well, I said to my wife, Diana, I said, let's go upstairs, see if we can see lights. <laughs> <laughs> you think you need to get out a bit more. Vic, <laughs> I haven't been out since, haven't been out since March, and I, I tell you, I'm, I'm, seriously, I am bloody suffering. Yeah. Really am. I can yeah. imagine. I can Terrible. imagine. Terrible. Um, right, stop. It is. It's what, sorry? Stop, port it is. Come on. What's happening then? <laughs> yeah, still here, yeah. yeah. I say stop, port it is. Let's go and watch them. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, thank you very much. And uh, I'll, uh, if, if it's all right with you, I'll be in touch with you in a couple more months. Maybe maybe sort of 10, 10 or so games before end of season. Let's see where we both are. All right, good stuff. Thanks very much. I really appreciate it. Good luck with the, uh, the commentator on the Sri Lanka uh, series. I will definitely, definitely be listening. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, mate, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna watch the, watch the matches and try not to imagine that you're in your bedroom, in pajamas, in your pajamas or your pants. <laughs> like I'm now. <laughs> oh, great! Thanks for that. <laughs> Ravel, ambitious.